Welcome to the Wisdom of the Womb podcast, your home for mind, body, and soul wellness for women. My name is Stephanie Adler. I'm a certified nutrition consultant, birth doula, and women's hormone and fertility expert. I've supported hundreds of women in having healthy cycles, healthy babies, and building a balanced foundation in their bodies and minds to set them up for a limitless life. Now it's your turn. I believe a woman reaches her full potential when she trusts the innate wisdom of her body and that those women change the world. So if you're wanting to achieve hormone harmony, have boundless energy, optimize your fertility, live a holistically healthy life, and learn how to love and trust your body to become the well woman you know you are meant to be, you're in the right place. Join me for weekly wisdom on topics such as holistic hormone and gut health, fertility, mindfulness, birth, pregnancy, and beyond, and leave with actionable steps towards well womanhood. Thanks for pressing play today. I'm so excited for the magic we're going to create together. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, ladies, to the podcast. Today, we are talking about periods and why you might want to plan your monthly period retreat. What is a period retreat? <laughs> this is specifically for you if you don't have a positive relationship with your period. We're also going to be talking about the fear, tension, pain cycle, what it is, how to possibly messing with your flow, and probably a lot of other things in your wellness world. So if you are someone who struggles with your period, maybe it's because it's painful either with cramps or headaches, or maybe you feel really frustrated by how it interferes with your life, whether it's because you have a super heavy flow or you feel the energetic shifts that happen very significantly around your bleed. Maybe you find it messy, whatever your reason is, if you're not at the point where you're embracing your cycle, time to listen in. So this is a conversation I have with my clients a lot, specifically the ones who are on the path to recovery with their cycles. And one of the things that feels so counterintuitive for a lot of the women who end up in my coaching practice, because they've had painful periods, maybe to the point where they are throwing up or feel like they're going to pass out, or it feels like they are truly dying or they have to cancel work, whatever it is, if they have been at this point where they are fighting with their cycle, right? For oftentimes years, it feels really counterintuitive to do the thing that I'm going to ask you to do that I ask them to do, which is to give your period a big bear hug, a big old full embrace, like haven't seen a family member in years run at them and just like envelop them in this hug kind of hug. And, you know, I would just quickly want to name that all of the things that we're going to be talking about today, that a lot of them are on an energetic level are almost always done in conjunction and conjunction with doing the physical healing work that reduces inflammation and that balances hormones. And that goes a really long way to periods then becoming more manageable, even possibly pain-free. This is hundred percent possible. So it makes the mindset work a bit easier, right? If we are at the same time doing the work to make our period a more 
safe place, then it also becomes easier to approach it with a big bear hug. But the mindset work is a huge part of this too. And sometimes there's a little bit of a chicken in the egg. And we oftentimes have to take the leap of faith and do the mindset work and embrace the period with the bear hug before we've fully gotten to the place on a physical level where that feels easier to do as well. Okay. So yes, there's often almost always the work that I'm doing with clients in the physical realm happening in conjunction with this. But with mindset and cycles, we really need to make your period, make your bleed days something to look forward to. We need to welcome it in. If you are approaching your cycle, if you are approaching your moon, your days of bleeding with dread, It's not going to work with you in the same way at all. And this is due to a lot of things. One of them is this fear, tension, pain cycle. And the fear, tension, pain cycle is a really important concept when we're doing anything really when it comes to the body. Um, I recently actually was just having a conversation with a client about this and how it shows up as anticipatory fear, where she has had a history of feeling sick, nausea, and just like overall sick for so long that she anticipates not feeling well and therefore, you know, changes plans around that, even when she has no idea whether or not she would feel okay and might actually feel fine. And that anticipatory fear actually goes into creating this fear, tension, pain cycle, which will more likely make her to experience the thing that she was hoping to avoid in the first place. So it shows up in other realms. I actually learned this for the first time when I was doing my birth doula training, because it's something that is very, very, very present in labor. And so if you are also pregnant right now, or plan to be pregnant in the coming months and are thinking about birth, this is something that is really important to pay attention to. And also just, it shows up every month in a monthly bleed. And so in this fear, tension, pain cycle, when we fear or dread something, we create tension in the body, which triggers pain. So it works like this. It has to do with the flight and fight mechanism. When you're feeling fearful, anxious, unsafe, you activate your body's fight or flight mode. And this fills your bloodstream with adrenaline, which is supposed to happen if you feel fear, because you are supposed to be able to fight or flight the thing that you feel fear towards. So your body then restarts rerouting its blood and its oxygen away from all of your vital organs, including the uterus, and sends it towards your extremities to help you escape this threat. You should be able to run really quickly. (laughs) That's what your body wants you to do. On a less chronic, but more acute level, you might start breathing more heavily. You might start sweating. Your heart rate might increase. It's an automatic and primitive thing that happens. Okay. You can't really control it. It's just, it's, it's built into your system. When you experience fear, when you're feeling unsafe, when you feel anxious about something for this to start happening now, that is, could be like a really acute response, right? God forbid someone is like breaking into your house. You experience that fear, your body gets you ready to fight, to flight, but it can also happen on a less notable level chronically. So 
year over year over year, month after month after month, you experience pain in your period. It's day 27 of your cycle. You typically bleed on day 29 or, you know, after day 29, you start getting nervous. You start getting anxious. You start thinking about this on, you know, like in the back of your mind, it's kind of always there. So if it's happening on a more chronic level, your body is probably used to it happening a little bit more. And so you might not start like breathing heavily and sweating and your heart rate might not be increasing in the same way, but your body is still showing up for you and rerouting these blood and oxygen away from your vital organs. It's still creating tension when it does that, because then we have less blood flow going to all of the different parts of our system. And this can contribute to increased inflammation. Okay. It also can cause blood blood pressure changes and can lead to more intense period, more intense period symptoms and systems, I guess, symptoms on a month to month basis. Now, also the fight part of this response. So that was the flight part. The fight part of this response causes you to tense up your entire body and in anticipation of pain or threat. Your muscles start to hold tension, your shoulders rise, your fin, your fists and your jaw will clench up. Also interesting about this jaw clenching. So our pelvic floor, which is deeply connected to the uterus and to so much when it comes to period pain, shout out to all my pelvic floor PTs, you guys are doing God's work. And this jaw clenching is very connected to pelvic floor tension. So very interesting how we see that connection there, but so you're starting to tense up in your body and, and no muscle in your body is relaxed. You're getting ready to fight the threat. And in this scenario, this threat is the pain of your period. It could be the pain of labor, right? When we're talking about this from a birth perspective. And so when your muscles are tense, everything hurts so much more. And labor, that would mean more intense contractions in your period. It means more pain, more cramps. You might've heard stories of people who like, um, you know, fell out of a window when they were drunk. And so they were, they didn't tense up because they didn't realize as quickly what was happening. Their response time wasn't as bad. And they ended up like surviving because of it. Because when we tense up, we're like tensing up in anticipation of fear and pain, but oftentimes it doesn't actually serve us, right? We hit with more impact. We're not as loose and able to adjust to what's coming. And so this fear, tension, pain cycle really can be chronic and we can show, it can show up in our period every month. And if we go in to a bleed, holding tension in the uterus, when think about what cramps and tension are, you know, it's like an uh, intensification. I think that's a word, if not intensifying of the cramp. Whereas what we want is relaxation. We want the opposite of that. When you feel pain, why do we recommend using heat for, you know, period pain is because it's a relaxer, right? So that tension that you're creating as a, as a response to the fear equals more pain. So if we start to think about our period as something that is exciting, And we are welcoming the start of a new cycle, the start of a new season, the new start of a month, the new start for goals, a fresh start. It it really feels cool, right? It really feels amazing to be intentional about what we're calling in with our bleed. And so, you know, the world of cycle informing and cycle syncing and a workshop I used to lead for years was called seasons of our cycles, because each 
phase of the cycle represents a season. And so if each phase of our cycle represents a season, it's almost like a fresh new year with every bleed. We're having this opportunity to go into a new cycle, totally fresh, set new goals and intentions, the new moon. It's, it's a natural occurring thing in nature for us to be able to experience this rebirth. And our menstruation is a microcosm of that. And so if we can start to use this time and be excited about it and really be excited about how I'm going to have an opportunity and a time to reflect, right? The, the energy of your menstruation, which is your inner autumn, the shedding of your leaves is mimicking the shedding of the lining. It's this opportunity where what happens in autumn, we start to go inward. We start to get cozy. We start thinking about, okay, like the new year is coming. What do I want to do with it? Who am I? What do I want to be? Where do I want to be? It becomes this regular routine of a checkpoint to examine how I walk through the world. So if you could make your period, something to look forward to something that is in that energy, right? something that you were positively embracing, what would it be? And how would you prep for that? So for a lot of my clients, if the themes of menstruation are this going inward, this deep intuition, the right and the left side of your brain have more access to each other than they have any other time of your monthly cycle. Use it, right? Use that intuition. If the theme is around coziness, how might that translate to the experience that you're creating of the days that you are bleeding, especially those first few days. And for a lot of the women that I work with, this energy is like a retreat. It's an opportunity to step away from the world. Like, what does it mean to, to retreat? What does it mean to go on a retreat? Why do we call it a retreat? We're retreating from our day-to-day life. We're retreating from society. We're retreating into nature or into our inner selves. And to, to quite literally be able to retreat and step away and come back refreshed with a new look at life, a new look at the world, the new look at my career, my relationships, my being is really powerful. And our monthly bleed, our monthly menstruation, our monthly moon provides us the opportunity to do this. And so how would you prepare for a retreat? How would you prepare for this period retreat? For a retreat, and I lead retreats all over the world. And so some of them are going to look different if I'm leading a retreat on the beaches of Baja or in Costa Rica versus I'm actually leading a new year retreat in Peru this year. And we're really thinking about it in this way of like setting intentions and the weather is going to be more temperate and we're going to want to get cozy. And so, yes, it can be a little bit different, but if the theme is think like cozy autumn retreat, right? That's the theme of the season. I would make sure that I have my journal, that I have my cozy clothes, my fuzzy socks, that I have my favorite blanket, my favorite scarf that doubles as a blanket. I would wrap things up, right? Like I'd have no outstanding things, emails, conversations I need to have, work to do, taking up precious brain space. I'd want to be able to go on this retreat with a clear mind and empty mind, I would set this retreat time 
aside as sacred. It would be sacred intentional space. And I would guard that space like it was sacred. If it was a solo retreat, right? If you're going up into the mountains into a cute little cabin, maybe you'd already have your food planned in advance or cooked in advance. So you don't have to think about that. Or maybe if you were going on a group retreat, it would be taken care of for you. So in the theme of this period retreat, right, it would be like making sure that my food plan is set up for me. I've done the shopping and maybe I've done a little bit of cooking or I've, you know, I, I even know, you know, women who, who like meal prep with each other, right? Like maybe you guys take turns if you're on different moon cycles, prepping food for each other, really bringing in that community aspect. How beautiful might that be? And so when we start to apply these principles, we really start to see the first one to three days of our bleed change. It changes in its entire energy. So if you can just for a second for me, sit in the energy, sit in the feeling of what it feels like to be on your period retreat. If you need to wave the magic wand so that it feels more manageable or pain-free, wave it. If you are sitting in the energy of what it feels like to be in an intuitive space, in a reflective space, in a space where you're honoring your body, you're taking time to look inward, you're reflecting on what feels in alignment for you, what you want to bring into your life over the next month or two. What needs to happen for you to feel like you can do that? What needs to happen for you to feel safe to do that? Maybe it's making the physical aspect more bearable. Come talk to me about that. There will also be future podcast episodes about that. It depends on what's your individual situation. You know, it might need to be reducing inflammation. But again, the mindset piece of this is just as important because if we're living in that fear, tension, pain cycle, no matter how much work you're doing on the physical side, you're creating tension, which is creating pain, you're not going to get hundred percent there. So this mindset piece, this like creating this period retreat, which then translate into the, in, translates into the physical space is equally as important. So I want you to take a second and sit in the energy of what it feels like to be on your period retreat. And what do you need to do to make it happen? Do you need to communicate with your friends that like, Hey, I'm available for you to come over and like watch a movie, but I'm not going out for happy hour. Do you need to communicate with your team at work that you'd like for someone to support you on a certain project and that, you know, you're going to hundred percent be able to return the favor a week and a half from now when your energy is in a totally different place. Do you need to cook in advance, order food in advance, get a new heating pad? What is it that you need to do to be able to feel that level of coziness and be able to go on this retreat with success? Because when we change the energy that we are calling in in our period, that we are approaching our bleed days with, that we experience our bleed days with, it becomes a way for us to experience the superpowers of this cycle. I think, you know, a lot of people who struggle with pain and discomfort around their period kind of scoff at this idea of like our cycle superpowers, or maybe they look at ovulation and they're like, okay, great. I see the superpowers in ovulation. I'm a magnetic goddess in ovulation, but the rest of the month, especially around my luteal phase and menstrual phase, like what superpowers are you even talking about? 
But when we change the energy of which we approach and then experience our bleed, we actually can utilize the superpowers of this phase of our cycle. Because what it's doing is it's not, it's, it's causing us to stop fighting against the desires of the body during this time, which is then creating more tension and therefore pain and discomfort. But if the desires of this time were to get you to slow down anyways, and we honor that now I can live in a world where I'm honoring what my body needs. And then I create less tension and less pain. And then I feel better during this thing. And I can experience the intuitive downloads that are present here. And I can experience that time for reflection. So I also live in the real world, <laughs> not just this like beautiful world that I paint and recognize that there are some times that we can't fully peace out, right? We can't fully go on like a solo retreat for two days every month, especially when we can't control what two days those are of the month, but you can still prepare for your mini retreat and adopt these principles. You know, you can still meal prep in advance the foods that are in alignment with your cycle. You can do this weeks in advance and freeze it, right? Like stews, especially soups and stews, which is what your body is craving, truly craving when you're on your bleed. Curries, super warming spices, all of that freezes beautifully. So anytime in the month prior leading up to this, you can prepare for that. You can also block off time for coziness and journaling. Regardless of your work schedule, regardless of your social schedule, you can block off time. You can also say no to plans that aren't critical. You can also ask for extensions on projects, right? You can cycle, be cycle aware and be able to look at the calendar in advance and, and set that up so that you have more space during these times. And you can still, above all, embrace your cycle, embrace your menstrual phase for what it is and what it has the potential to be. What does your period have the potential to be for you? And can you start going into each period with the mind and then therefore the body, right? Because of the fear, tension, pain, but go into this next menstrual phase seeing and embracing all of that potential that is possible for you, the potential of a pain-free period, the potential of a deeply spiritual and beautiful experience. Because if you can, you will be on your path to that potential full period. Now, if you are really, really struggling with pain, PMS, or other physical barriers to your cycle, I highly encourage you to get on the wait list for the Well Woman Collective. The Well Woman Collective is my signature group coaching program that has helped hundreds of women fall in love with their cycles, has helped women go from vomiting, passing out in pain to pain-free or virtually pain-free cycles. It has helped women who have menstrual migraines that were so debilitating that they were offered birth control again and again and again, or that was their only option, go to having pain-free cycles, no migraines, no, no headaches. It has helped so many women build a better relationship with their cycle. 
So information on this program is going to be in the show, show notes. And of course, feel free to send me a message on the gram, Stephanie Adler Wellness, Stephanie with an F. Make sure you look through the link if you don't know how to spell that, because I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how your period retreat prep goes, how your period retreat goes, how shifting this mindset piece supports you and being able to embrace the menstrual phase superpowers. And yeah, please keep me posted on that. As always, ratings and reviews are so helpful in the podcast world. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, please go review the pod. Stay tuned for more fertility, hormone, and gut health knowledge, stories, inspiration, and more. And I'm in deep gratitude for you for pressing play today. Thank you so much.